Hello and welcome to Life on 10. It is Angela and my beautiful co-host. Ooh, I'm beautiful today. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I needed to say that after I reminded you of that other thing. Oh. <laughs> She's going back when she was throwing me some shade a little bit a few years ago, but it's okay. <sighs> so, um, hi audience. We are going to do what we're calling part two of Black History Month. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully everyone, everyone listened to part one. Um, and so what, why are we doing part two? Why are we revisiting this subject? Well, I was sharing with Vanessa that I asked my son, Jalen Trapp, to listen to our previous episode. And he did. And it was really interesting, um, his response. He said, you know, I'm just tired. I'm over it. And I said, okay, what are you over? And he said, I'm just over it. I'm tired of trying to explain this to people. Why it's important. Why this is important. And so I thought, wouldn't it be fantastic (laughs) to ask this young African-American man his perspective? Like, why is he feeling like that? Because I'm willing to bet that he's not the only young African-American young lady or young man that feels this way. It's like, I'm sick and tired of having to explain this. Yeah. And so today we have a really, 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 really special guest. Super special. (laughs) Yeah. Some extraordinary person. Um, Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome our guest, Jalen Mandela Trap. Hello, Jalen. Yeah. Hello. How's it going? It's going awesome. <laughs> it's really going great now that you're on with us because you literally just came on board at the drop of a hat and we really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Uh, I've been watching this show for a while or listening to this show, so uh, it's it's great to finally, I guess, be on it. <laughs> You've been like recording us and helping us do some Instagram stuff. And we're kind of embarrassed because we're super lame. And Jalen has to be like, would you please like tell them to like your podcast or to share it or do something? Because you guys suck at promoting yourself. <laughs> we, we still forget to say we that. We do. Every time. Every like, time. We're what? never. No one's going to ever watch our podcast or, or listen to our podcast because we forget to. Yeah. Um, anyway, Jalen, uh, before we delve into the questions, uh, could you introduce yourself to the audience? Tell them a little bit about yourself, who you are, yes. what you do. Yes. Um, well, my name is Jalen. I'm 23 years old. I'm a recent graduate from uh, Howard University. I happen to be the son of Angela on the show <laughs> as well. Um, and I, if, for those who don't know, Howard University is a HBCU that's a historically black uh, college. And uh, we tend to focus our understanding and frame our reference around the experiences of uh, black people and people of color, color oftentimes. So that is um, where a lot of my education does come from, at least uh, in my undergraduate years. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so, Jalen, when you listened to the podcast, your comment to me was, I'm, I'm over it. I, tell me... Yeah. Tell me, what did you mean by that? 
Um, well, when I think about the whole discussion about Black History Month or just Black history in general, it it almost reminds me of being in some type of, <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking of a good metaphor for this, maybe a abusive relationship almost, where you were trying to explain all of these things that are going on in the relationship, all of these things that have gone wrong, and then the person on the other side just refuses to even acknowledge that some of those things even happen. And when you get stuck into a cycle like that, it's almost like just trying to express your grievances. It, it, it tires you out and yeah. it makes you feel like you're in the wrong for even trying to bring those things up. Mm-hmm. And I feel, you know, it's, it's a similar thing within America when black people try to explain a lot of the issues that we have or try to explain our history within the country. And then it seems a large portion of the country doesn't seem to care or they don't know or they choose not to educate themselves, even if they could. It's almost like you're being gaslighted 24-7. Right, except on a societal scale, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. Um, in general, when I think about Black history, it's not even just about Black History Month because people seem not to even want to learn about Black history in general, which is sounds pretty crazy to me just because I know that Black history and American history are so intertwined from the very establishment and even prior yeah. to that of this country. And when you think about a lot of other ethnic groups within America, black people probably have some of the deepest history within America compared to a lot of these other uh, groups that uh, we all coexist with because we have been here from the very beginning. And um, a lot of our families have history prior to slavery and prior to America even being established. Well, and, and, and unfortunately, your entire like historical background was the engine that drove the American project, right? The creation of America was on your backs. Right. And it's not recognized today. Yes. Yeah. And that's, you know, just anybody who understands basic capitalism would be able to understand how important free labor for 250 years could be for a country or a colony. Um, And I believe, I'm not sure about the exact statistics, but the amount of money generated for America as a result of slavery, if you take slavery out of the equation, America certainly would not be in the same position that it is today. Oh, definitely not. And I I just looked up a few of the um, time periods in general just to really put these things into perspective because slavery did last for almost 250 years on the continent of America. And even after it was over, we still had a hundred years of uh, Jim Crow Mm -hmm. and segregation. And really we've had less than 60 years since then. So uh, it seems, and in those 60 years, really the only situation that we're in at this point is that the, the oppression is no longer systemic. There are no laws specifically targeting black people anymore, but the country, all of those hundreds of years prior to that, had all of that systemic oppression. Exactly. And a lot of those roots are still within the foundation of the country today. And we haven't taken the time to rectify that. And it seems that people would rather act like everything is okay and that we can all just move on, which I can understand because it can be an uncomfortable 
conversation to have, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's right to act like everything is just fine. Well, what would you say to someone who says, well, we gave you February, um, are, you know, aren't we acknowledging? <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to celebrate. air what Jalen's going to say to somebody who says we gave you February. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, I mean, what? Because that's I, I can just imagine that some of our audience that, you know, we love and embrace everyone that that may be their thought. Like, well, what else do you all want? You know, we you, you know, we gave you February. So aren't we acknowledging you? Aren't we celebrating your accomplishments? And what about all the other stuff that we've given you? Um, you know, like, I guess they took that away though. Um, what was that thing when you applied to colleges, but they took that away? Like affirmative affirmative Yeah, affirmative back. Yeah. So they took that one away from us because everything's equal now. Uh, so what do you say to a person that says, well, what else do you want for us? And that was a long time ago and it wasn't me. I didn't do anything to you. I didn't enslave you. What do you want from me? Well, I, I think those are important steps, but in the grand scheme of things, it it doesn't do anything to to rectify those prior hundreds of years in which the black community in America and across the world was essentially stalled. Um, and when you, you could put it into the context of maybe old money, you know, there are families mm-hmm. in America and across the world who have inherited uh, huge amounts of wealth and that still affects them to this day. Mm-hmm. And in the inverse way, slavery and uh, Jim Crow still a- affects black people in America to this day. And you, you don't need to be a sociologist to understand that you can go to many of these um, inner cities or predominantly black areas and you could see the, the condition of how things are. And I think the world would have everyone believe that things are the way they are simply because that's how black people are. Mm-hmm. But if you understand history, you would understand that it, it runs much deeper than that. Absolutely. I mean, look at, look at, you know, at Tulsa, right? Mm-hmm. There, right. there was a, a thriving economy and community there. They just completely got wiped out and all of that loss of land, of property, of life, of, of heritage at that point it's like they all started back to zero minus zero, right? The negative. Mm-hmm. And, right. and those, those poor people that are descendants of that community, they don't have the benefit of all those years of their, their hotel, the number one hotel for African-Americans growing and becoming the four seasons. They don't have exactly. that. Exactly. And, and, you know, obviously I'm not going to give anybody a lecture on this, but <laughs> I'm going to speak as a white woman who completely – I'm not going to say I completely understand my privilege, but I'm starting to. Mm -hmm. I'm 100% starting to, and it is uncomfortable, Jalen. It is super uncomfortable. It's hard to admit, like, sitting there going, like, shit, yeah. (laughs) Like, it is, but you have to be uncomfortable. If you are not uncomfortable in these spaces, then you're not trying. Right. You know, and it's been uncomfortable for many (laughs) groups of people in America for hundreds of years. So if if all... think people have to do is just acknowledge the history then I think that's just it's just the right thing that people ought to be doing instead of trying to act like it didn't happen yeah because we all know how important history is mm-hmm. yeah definitely definitely Jalen um wow I uh I had a question and I just, it just like left my mind there um so we um 
we like to leave our audience with something, and I think this is something very deep, Jalen, that we're talking about. Is there anything else that you'd like to convey? Um, just in general, I think I think I've said most of the things that that are on my mind currently, but mm-hmm. it's in general just understanding just what black people and not just black people but since we're talking about black history month like specifically i'll be talking about black people but what black people have gone through within america or within a western society if you just think about it from a logical point of view if you are a culture of people who have been enslaved for hundreds of years and then once you break free from that enslavement after hundreds of years and then you still don't aren't allowed in particular parts of society you aren't allowed to have particular jobs the education within your community isn't great and even if you do somehow create a great community then it gets burned down by the kkk or if you have a leader rise up through the ranks that's trying to lead people towards a a better situation and then they end up getting assassinated time and time again and then i mean we can get into a whole bunch of things between them the the crack era is what you know people call it as as well and even prior to that um and how drugs have really riddled the black community and still affect us to this day Mm -hmm. but it's just it's like a very long domino effect that has caused us to be where we are right now and you can't understand your current situation without looking back towards the past and seeing what led things to this point right now so if you care about the black community or marginalized communities anywhere it's important to just understand the history and be open to looking at it from a way that might hurt your ego Mm -hmm. hold on yeah okay go ahead jay sorry about that we had a little okay were you (laughs) able to hear me yes no we heard that it just okay yeah you're good Um, well that was basically it Okay. I mean, go ahead. That's profound. I mean, I love that. That's basically it. I just dropped like some super awesomeness and that's basically it. <laughs> Drop the mic. Boom. The mic drop. The mic drop. Um, we, we, um, audience, we forgot just to add that Jalen, um, was, um, the, um, national, um, attorney mock trial, national, um, attorney for college mock trial competition. So just, you can see, you can hear you that can hear, lawyer yeah. sort of in his, um, spiel, in his talk, I am sure. So that is why. Well, Vanessa, you have any other questions, comments? No, I, I, I guess one other, um, question that I have, Jalen, I, you, you know, you, you mentioned, um, and this is just going back, you know, I personally have a, a brother, and we've talked about this on the show, yeah. who's who's dealing with opioid addiction. And it's just interesting how you said, you know, going back to, you know, drugs have unfortunately, um, you know, had a had a mega, major negative effects on your community. But I don't know that it's necessarily the drugs, right? Or is it <clears throat> the criminalization of the people who are using them? Right. And I And I feel like that's been a huge thing. Now it's like, because there's fentanyl and all these mm-hmm, things and mm-hmm. you're seeing white football players, mm-hmm. you know, uh, using it and dying. There's all these people so right. concerned about right. these drugs now. And how are we going to stop these poor kids from dying? Exactly. And it's like, we've had kids dying and people dying from drugs for years, but because right. it wasn't the people that looked like you, you didn't give a shit. 
Exactly, right. exactly. Jalen, you can speak, to, I mean, the whole thing of crack and yeah. how we treat crack very differently than we do then fentanyl. Fentanyl, exactly, or oxycodone. Right. Or, even, or oxy, <clears throat> yeah. Or even how cocaine was treated in America yeah. for a long time. You know, it was something that rich, upper-class people did, yep. and it was a, a rich person's drug, and that wasn't something that people really worried about. Everyone did cocaine for a period if you were of a certain lifestyle and that's what you wanted to do but and, and uh, y'all can i don't want to throw too much out to people who may just be learning certain things for a particular time but um even nixon specifically used drugs to target communities that he didn't like uh, between both the hippies and um yeah. the black community as well and that's that's on record you all can look that up so the war on drugs was partially if not fully created to target communities that the government saw as a potential threat and between the addiction that you have within the community and the incarceration rates mm -hmm. as a result of that you know you just have a essentially a broken community that's exactly. what it results in exactly wow okay wow jay um <clears throat> well Gee, if someone wanted to learn some more or be coached or <laughs> what's your information? <laughs> Can well, we follow uh, you on Instagram, Jalen Mandela Trap? Uh, yeah, sure. Or yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what is that? What is your Instagram feed? Uh, my Instagram is J A E T R X P P. Okay. Yes. That's we awesome. will include that at the bottom of our, when we send this out. I mean, and it's, you know, we really, obviously we, your mom really appreciates you coming on, but I also really appreciate you coming on because it's just so important for everybody to hear that this is, this is affecting, I mean, this has to affect you every day. And it's, it's just one less thing that I, I don't, I want you to, I don't want you to worry about. Right. Yeah. It breaks yeah. my heart as a mom. Yeah. Like I don't want my son worrying about shit like this. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, but I know it does. And the fact that you succeed and you're as awesome as you are, despite having to deal with all this is just, it's amazing. You're, you're such a cool guy. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. <laughs> all right, Jalen. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us. Um, we appreciate your insights. Absolutely. And um, audience, as always, live your life on 10, your 10. Bye-bye.